Star Wars 7x7 episode 2848. With the help of MovieMistakes.com, we've been checking out some of the unintentional errors committed by various Disney-era Star Wars movies. This is not a Disney-era specific thing. We did this a long time ago looking at the OT and the PT, and now it's the Disney-era movies that we're looking at today. We are looking specifically at The Rise of Skywalker. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So this whole movie mistakes business, as I said at the top many, many years ago, like within the first hundred episodes of the podcast, we looked at movie mistakes, things that you know, once you've seen them in the movies, you can't unsee them, like Stormtrooper hitting his head in A New Hope or Ewoks without eyes in Return of the Jedi, like <laughs> that sort of thing. So The Rise of Skywalker actually has the second fewest documented mistakes at moviemistakes.com of any of the five Disney era Star Wars movies. Now, earlier this week, I suggested that maybe there could be a little bit of a correlation between how long a movie has been out and how many mistakes have been found, but Solo A Star Wars Story is actually the lowest in terms of mistakes found with six documented at moviemistakes.com, and that has been out for a year and a half longer than The Rise of Skywalker, so I don't think you can quite jump to that conclusion that you'll find more mistakes the longer it's been out. You know, Some of them are just maybe you know, tighter run ships, I guess, for lack of a better I don't know. I don't mean it to be critical. I just mean it to be, you know, kind of a fascinating exercise in looking at these things. And also just the fact that there is a world of people out there who are looking at movies so critically, carefully, so in such a detailed fashion, and not just Star Wars movies, but all movies. Like, there's tons of different movies on this website. And they're looking at them so closely and picking up these little details. It is just remarkable. Now, one of the funny things about the movie mistakes on The Rise of Skywalker have to do with things that are seemingly against the laws of physics. Like, for example, the wreckage from the Death Star landing on Kefbeer and there basically being anything left of Kefbeer because it should be an extinction-level event. And nope, it's not. And also why some things seem to survive reasonably intact like, you know, a good chunk of the Emperor's throne room, whereas everything else was just laid to waste. And that's just, you know, space fantasy plot stuff that you are asked to suspend your disbelief over, basically, and roll with it. Also note about the Rise of Skywalker one in particular that this one seems to be the only one I've seen that has Star Wars knowledge specific about it. So, for example, one of the things that they you know, that they flag as a mistake is Kylo Ren making it back to Exegol in a regular TIE fighter. So the presentation for why this is a mistake is because A, that thing doesn't have hyperdrive and so it shouldn't be able to get there. Although I think, if I remember right, at least some First Order TIE fighters might have had hyperdrives built in, but maybe it wasn't that one, and it wasn't a Special Forces TIE fighter. I think that's the one that's supposed to have a hyperdrive in it, but anyway, so some knowledge of what ships have hyperdrives and what which ones don't, <laughs> went into documenting that movie mistake, and also the question of how he was able to navigate 
into Exegol when he didn't have the Sith Wayfinder to be able to do it. So, you know, maybe more of a, you know, plot hole question thing. I don't know. But yeah, it is something worth questioning. And similarly, going to Exegol, knowing how much effort it takes to get one ship through that crazy twisting maze to get there, the question of how did the good guys get so many thousands of ships into the Exegol system so quickly. Like, how did that happen? That may be another suspension of disbelief situation. Another mistake pointed out that deals in specific Star Wars knowledge has to do with Millennium Falcon's crash landing on Kefbeer, suggesting that it didn't even need to happen because we've seen the Millennium Falcon be able to take off and land vertically, like they don't have to swoop in for a landing like a you know a regular commercial airliner, for example. They just you know can go straight down so why the falcon had to go room and skid like that yeah that's kind of an interesting question too then there are things about Rey and her costume, specifically that somehow it manages to get magically clean. Like she has falls in the forest when she's training on Agent Claus. She you know gets down into the dirt and the quicksand on Pasana, and yet there are moments where her outfit is suddenly magically clean again, <laughs> which is pretty crazy. I didn't know that kind of force power existed. For me, though, I think the one that's going to stick with me the most is seeing C-3PO get blasted off of those speeders. So you remember on Pasana when the First Order troopers are chasing our heroes on speeders and this guy manages to shoot both speeders and all of our heroes go flying into that pit of quicksand? Well, you see C-3PO get thrown and he lands in the quicksand head first. So when he hits, his legs are sticking up in the air and flailing. And then as the jet trooper comes around and you get another look at that pit of quicksand, C-3PO is actually right side up. But the way he wiggles his legs while he's upside down is pretty funny too. There's also one other one that I thought was really interesting to share because of the whole correction thing that came up with it too. So as we recall, the X-Wing that Luke had sunk in the water on Octo that he you know, manages to levitate it up and Ray is able to fly that to Exegol. Well, it's a little bit odd because one of the wings of the X-Wing had been used for the door of Luke's hut. And so how would Ray have been able to fly that to Exegol? And when we see her flying that thing to Exegol, it's fully repaired. But we didn't see that repair happening in the movie. However, it is actually described in the novelization. And somebody on Movie Mistakes responds to that reported mistake and says, oh yeah, in the novelization, they say something about it. And then somebody replies, and says, well, yeah, but that's in the novelization, not the movie. So that's another one of those situations where I think you kind of have to go, okay, yeah, you know, we got to assume that some work had to be done on that thing because it had been waterlogged for years and years and years anyway, and it probably involved the, you know, the wing and whatnot. So yeah, uh, you probably have to take some of this stuff with a grain of salt. And so there you go. That's what I've got for you about the movie mistakes documented for The Rise of Skywalker. The next time you watch it, keep an eye out for 3BO's legs waving up in the air. And that's going to do it for today's episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars,
Lucasfilm is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders, may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.